Welcome to the Brew Crew Review Podcast, the show by fans or fans of your Milwaukee Brewers. All right, Brewer fans, welcome to the Brewer Review Podcast. This is Craig. Joining me today is Vince. Hey, Craig, how are you? Hey, Scotty. Hey, Chad. All right, we'll be talking some Brewer baseball today with whoever would like to join us. Um, yeah, so here we are uh, approaching the All-Star break, and we're going to talk about some possible All-Star uh, candidates for the Milwaukee Brewers, um, or maybe that shouldn't be plural, but anyway, uh, also the... Uh, the Brewers here are still in neck and neck here for the top of the division as we speak here on June 26, 2023. Um, just came off of a, taking two or two of three on the road from the Cleveland Indians. Um, and now we've got a big, uh, big week coming up still on the road with four games at in New York against the Mets. And of course, a uh, three game set in Pittsburgh against the Pirates. Um, and then we come back home, the Brewers do, for um, for some games against the Cubs and the Reds. And we play the Reds a couple of series in, uh, in July, both home and away. And, yeah, those should be good ones because, as of right now, we are currently uh, neck and neck uh, with the Reds of all teams for the division lead. Yeah. Ripped off 11-game winning streak that came to end this weekend. But um, they've got their franchise icon, Joey Votto, back in the fold. And uh, I don't know what – at this point, I guess I'll start by saying – uh what's your take on besides the cardinals are ranked the nl central teams in order of your concern as far as battling the birds with division title from this point forward uh well my concern for this year is still the cardinals actually i i just don't want to sleep on them too much they've they've proven me wrong too many times in september you know including another really good Brewers years like 2011 uh, for me to take them lightly, no matter how many losses they get. So every loss that they get, it's more exciting, but still, I don't want to take them for granted. Um, going forward though. I mean, I will say this. I think that the Reds are for real in terms of their talent level. I, I think that Ellie De La Cruz is a really interesting, unique talent. His skill set is, you know, quite frankly, awesome. I wish that we had him. Um, and he's exciting. You know, he's exciting for baseball. So I think long-term, it, it could be that the Reds are the team that the Brewers are going to have to worry about the most. I, I don't really worry a ton about the Cubs or their young talent, um, to be totally frank. that The only thing with them is that they're a, a franchise that can always spend money. Um, so you never know who they're going to add, but they've tended to spend money foolishly. Um, yeah, so I'd say that, that the Reds and the Pirates both have a lot of talent. It's good. You know, as weak as as everyone talks about this division being, it's actually a pretty exciting division, I think, going forward because you know, hopefully the Brewers continue to to see an influx of talent coming from our system. Uh, you know, obviously this year we've introduced a number of guys to the major leagues between Terang and Weimer and Garrett Mitchell getting regular at bats until his injury. And I think South Freelake is coming up and I think Jackson Curio is gonna be exciting. So we've got a lot of young talent in our organization. Um but I think that every team can make a claim that they can be competitive within the next year. I mean, that's, that's how good this division is um, on some weird level, despite the bad record <laughs> this season is actually exciting. Yeah, I agree with most of your points. Um, again, I guess no offense to Pirates and Cubs fans, but um, my main concerns are the Reds and the Cardinals now in that order. I mean, the Cardinals have been pretty 
they're still, you know, been pretty having a pretty bad season um, overall. And the Reds just have like that influx of young talent, like you said, De La Cruz. And um, now they got the Joey Votto back in the fold, who has been injured for most of the year. And uh, some of the young starters, I know Hunter Green just went in the IL, but, um, and they've still have Nick Lodolo on the yep. IL too. So those are some, they have some a lot of talent on the IL. So if they can hang around yep. even until those guys get healthy, I think we'd be in trouble. Or I mean, they're going to pose a, a lot of trouble. Um, and they yeah, and Andrew, Andrew Abbott has looked for real too in the Reds rotation. Uh, I know he pitched one of those games against us, but, um, Andrew Abbott, I think is, is going to be a legitimate frontline starter going down, uh, going, going forward as well. Yeah, no, absolutely. So they've got a lot of talent on both sides of the ball, so to speak. So yeah, that they're they're. I'm very concerned now, now that we're um, you know chasing them from behind. So with that being said, this is an exciting time of year for a lot of reasons. Here in Milwaukee, obviously, Summerfest is going on. Brewer home games are on the, on the docket all, all all the time. And you've got summer baseball. We're hanging the All Star Game, which is always a cool you know summer classic. That's the best. All-star game in all of sports, hands down, and it's always cool. Sure. So, um, obviously, I love the Major League Baseball since they implemented, you know, making sure that every team uh, is represented all-star game. That's always cool, especially for young kids. I think that was a cool role. I, I'm glad that they've stuck with. With that being said, I think it's going to heavily benefit the Brewers this year because looking at their looking at their roster and, and what the players have done, like, uh, who who is your – Name your top three candidates who Brewers might be um, named All Stars if, if you had a bad. I'm gonna I'm gonna actually go ahead and predict. Uh, make my official prediction right now. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say that the Brewers have two All Stars this year. Okay. And I think that those I think those two are Devin Williams and and Christian Yelich. Interesting. Well, I think be- that Christian Yelich is really making a case to be. Uh, at least in the conversation for comeback player of the year, I don't think he's going to get it. I don't think he's quite there yet, but um, he's had a really good month. He's sitting at a 363 OBP. He's got nine home runs on the year, uh, 270 batting average. You know, these are not the Christian Yelich MVP numbers from 2018, but they are, I think, good enough numbers that if it weren't for his contract, people would be much more excited about Christian Yelich and his production right now. Yep, absolutely. Looking over the Brewers' offensive stats overall, it is really sad, and it, it shows just how terribly the Brewers' front offices have constructed this team offensively. But I mean, they literally only have two player, two regular players uh, hitting over two two fifty, over two fifty, and that's Christian Yelich sitting at two seventy, and of all people, Owen Miller I think is at two eighty three or something like that. And again, he's he's been slumping so. Um, just pretty horrific overall. We have a lot of our regulars hitting under 220. Brian Anderson, Will yeah. Thomas, Rowdy Tellez, uh, Joey Weimer. And again, I'm old school throwing out averages or whatever. But I mean, there is a player in the league that's flirting with 400. So these averages are unacceptable right now. And then I'll, <laughs> I'm sorry to say. It. Yeah, I will. I will say that I don't think he's quite all-star worthy uh, in terms of his offensive production. But I do think that William Contreras, who's hitting uh 246 according to scotty's intern here is also somebody that i think given his position we can look at as being a positive contributor uh overall on offense so i i hope that he can bump it up to a little higher than a 246 batting average his 338 obp can be bumped up a little bit as well um but you know i think that given his position i'm i'm fairly happy with uh contreras in the first half he's got eight home runs 
25 RBIs. So it's it's certainly serviceable for a catcher. And I do think that he's gotten he's continuing to improve as well. So I, I kind of view his stock as on the rise. Oh, absolutely. And he, like you said, with his on-base percentage, he, he and uh, he has great um, stats for a catcher. Probably not all-star worthy, unfortunately, but definitely solid all the way around. And and really, our our biggest get, so to speak, uh, when giving up Josh Hader, obviously we flipped Estre Ruiz for him. But really, having a, a solid hitting catcher like that is really valuable to any major league baseball team, and highly sought after. So. That is at least one good thing that came out of that trade, uh, so to speak. So, but yeah, that being said, I, I, I guess I'll. Those would probably be my top three candidates as well. I think that Devin Williams will be the only All Star for the Brewers. He's ZRA uh, is under two and has been really lights out for the most part. Uh, obviously, there's some other candidates. So I'd say my second candidate uh, would probably be Contreras, and third would probably be Yelich. Uh, I don't think those guys will make it. Obviously, even guys like you know. Y'all Pines has had a pretty great year for us, you know, out of the bullpen, but usually those setup guys um, don't don't really make it, generally speaking. So, but um, yeah, I, I would think that's probably what it's going to come down to. Obviously, we're looking at our strength pitching, which is, you know, really been pretty solid overall. Corbin Burns is ERA is over four. That's uncharacteristic of him. Frey Peralt, the same deal. Um, and then the really our best starter has been Wade Miley, but he's he's missed a good chunk of time. Ah! He's still five and, hearing you say that. Awesome. five and two with a 2.91 ERA. He's kind of hands on our best starter uh, so far this year. <laughs> Unbelievable. Eric Lauer is not even, you know, in the minor leagues at this point. But, um, but yeah, yeah that, that actually should be pointed out really quick. As a, I'll, uh, I think, just uh, mention that Eric Lauer has left the team in AAA. And uh, apparently for medical reasons that are currently uh, not – being talked about publicly so i guess we're going to get some information we'll we'll try to work through our anonymous source tom carter to figure out exactly what's going on with eric lauer but um still no word from our anonymous source tom carter yet on that one. Oh yeah tc remember to say yeah. TC and not his first oh, he, said, yeah. he said no longer use his first or his last name because eric, so we have to call him eric l or e lauer oh no i'm talking about tom tom c Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Yep. I yeah. do stand corrected. No offense to Wade Miley, but I guess actually Julio Teheran officially has been our best starter as of late. But uh, yeah, no yeah. run support for They're that. Great. But it will be great to get uh, Brandon Woodruff back at some point uh, in the second half. That would be a huge shot in the arm of this team. But really, offensively, I really feel that the Brewers before the trade deadline can add a couple of bats and uh, not really give up the farm, so to speak, and just add some veteran bats that can come in and you know light some fire under our offense. That'd be great. Or just some of our in-house guys really turning it around because just overall, this is not cutting it. I mean, I'm sorry, but uh, it's it's no, it's definitely not offense. No, it's definitely not. And I hope that our organization is kind of seeing the writing on the wall with some of these experiments offensively. I. I do think that we're going to see South Freelick make his Brewers debut at some point here in the next few weeks. I, I, maybe maybe he could be a catalyst for us in the second half. I would like to think that we are going to go out and acquire a couple bats at the deadline. I have maybe a little less faith than you do, given the historic track record of not doing so uh, from the organization. So yeah, I, I'm, no, very, I mean, I'm very hopeful to be proven wrong. So recently, the, the Reds were a hot team in the middle of a huge streak and sitting in first place right now in the NL Central. Uh, just cut uh will myers for lack of performance so to speak um 
I feel that the Jesse Winker can be put in that same category for the Brewers as someone who's on a on a one year deal right now in the last you know control. And uh, if you're the Milwaukee Brewers, would you just say, you know what, time to cut bait, let's move on from Jesse Winker, or would you give him a little bit longer of a leash at this point? Well, I would give him a lease uh, until we have an alternative. So, uh, you know, if we're able to find somebody that can, you know, step in and at least give us that minimum level of production, I'm all for, you know, cutting bait if we can find somebody else. Well, um, I mean, I don't know who, who that any, is exactly any, right any now. Player. I, I wouldn't guess Will Myers. Yeah, I wouldn't want Will Myers. But um, I do think, I do think that the Brewers have shown that they're willing to do that when they cut Luke Voigt. Um, you know, uh, last month. So I, I think that that could happen with Winker as well. I mean, he's got one home run, I think so far on the, on the season. I know he's dealt with a little bit of injuries, but you know, I, I think he'd be the first to tell you that his production has really been, um, you know, at, at below replacement level for quite some time. So I, I don't know what else to say about that. No, if you look at his numbers are terrible, 125 at bats, one home run, um, hitting 192 with a 546 OPS. I mean, it's time to cut bait. The guy's terrible. And he's not even good in a clubhouse, uh, from my understanding, either. To be um, So just it's time to move on. There's someone else available on the waiver wire. Give someone else at bats or whatever. It's just, and, yes, I I, not, I do like Will Myers. I think he would immediately be better than Justin Winker. Obviously, he's a right-hander and Winker is a lefty. But um, whether or not they do that or if he's interested in coming to our team, I, I don't know. But uh, we'll see. So um, Who, who is out there right now, Craig, that you would replace? Winker with like who who is available? Uh, Will Myers. <laughs> but as far as out there on the even well, I I wouldn't even replace him with Jesus Aguilar, but he's now signed with the Braves. So whether or not there's yep. again, I think we need to make a trade. I'd cut him and you know whatever. Let give someone else's at bats and then uh, you know make a trade to add a veteran soon. So all right, fair enough. Yeah, I don't know who's going to be available in this market. Um, I have a feeling we're going to set ourselves up, set ourselves up for disappointment again uh, on the trade market. But I hope, I really hope to be proven wrong. It's just that this is the same thing we've been saying for years, and you know we may even come to the point where we're sellers this deadline. I certainly am not advocating for that, but I, I could definitely see that happening. All right. Well, thanks for tuning in, Vince and Brewer fans, and stay classy and go Brewers. Okay, go Brewers. Thanks, Scotty. Thanks, Chad. Do, 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 do.